This is Global Ambitions, your 15-minute window into the minds of localization and international go-to-market experts. Discover how they respond to their biggest challenges. Here's today's host. Hi, my name is Antoine Ray, and I'll be your host today for this Global Ambition podcast episode. And my guest today is Alice Desmoulins, Localization Manager at Alterix. Alice, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Antoine. I'm happy to be here. Great. And today we're going to be talking about newbie to localization. What do you need, really? And so can you tell us a little bit, because you were a new person to localization when you arrived at Alteryx. And I'd love to hear a little bit maybe of your background, you know, and how do you get like mentorship? What did you do at Alteryx to learn the ropes of localization? So a bit about my background. Uh, I'm French-American and I moved to the States when I was six, but I always had a longing to try to reconnect with my roots and go back to France. Um, And so that's what I did after university. And I joined a French global medical provider company um, on their international marketing team. Quickly Mm -hmm. after that, I decided I want to stay and get my master's in international business management. Um, And at that time, I was also working for the same company in a different role as a sales agent, selling an analytics solution, actually a software and a hardware solution to podiatrists, to foot doctors in France. And so it was kind of a, a mix of understanding that I had a passion for analytics. I had a I had a passion for software. I had a passion for international growth, um, international language, I would say, that kind of prompted me to the role that I landed in when I arrived at Alteryx. So I had all of this as background information, and I really just needed to find my first break, my first opportunity to get my foot into the door. And so when I arrived at Alteryx, I kind of used my French linguistic capabilities to my benefit and to my advantage. And I started Alteryx as uh, the French linguistic QA. So I was in that role when I first arrived at Alteryx. And I didn't know that I was joining the localization team at the time, but I learned very quickly that I was on the localization team and I learned what that was and what that entailed. And it really prompted me to want to learn more and to understand how, you know, how I could take on different roles within the industry and within the company. That I met. Like, 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 all, like all of us, like and many people that yes. are listening to us, you fell into it and um, because you put your hand up and say, I speak another language. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And so what do you do when you arrive at a company like this and you don't have that much localization background, but some somehow an international background and you're hired to do some work in the localization team? What do you do to educate yourself into the localization world or to find, you know, some help to learn the ropes? So it's a great question. And I've done this, I think I've done this in various ways, but, you know, I think it's really important to, to build your network. Um, I didn't have a mm-hmm. network of localization when I arrived at Alteryx. Uh, you know, I, I had to build in, in my network with intention and I had to be adamant about doing so. So you know, for me, this really meant, you know, listening to podcasts, this meant attending trainings, 
uh, reaching out to people on LinkedIn and finding people that I admired within the industry and finding people that I aspired to be, right? So whether that be through, you know, their their leadership skills or the, you know, the work experience that they've had that's built them up to be where they are today, whether that's, you know, in their role or title that I may aspire to be in, um, just finding those people within your network or people that are outside of your network and connecting with them, right? And then shooting them a message and, all of a sudden you're connected with people with a, with a rich space of people. Yeah. And do you push it like to actually get some calls with those people to like yeah. kind of get information in your sphere of, you know, uh, in your network there to get people that appears in the industry that might be sharing information. So do, do you end up like talking yeah. to those people? Yes. Some people, yes. Um, and that's, you know, that's where I've had some of the most success. What's really cool about the localization industry is that people are very friendly. They tend to be very friendly. If you're not a direct competitor, in my experience, everyone is very open to meeting. And I think we all have this want to, to try to understand how you know localization programs are being run at other companies. And I've mm-hmm. had some great success uh, meeting with other, you know, localization managers of other companies to try and you know, learn from each other's experiences. That's been very successful. You know, also at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I, I knew that I needed to, to, to continue to try to expand my network. And I was like, oh boy, everything's mm-hmm. shutting down. How, are, how am I going to do this? You know, everything's going virtual. But there was a pretty great opportunity that kind of landed into my hands, which was to start the Colorado chapter of the local lunch. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, Jan Inriks is the founder. And I'd actually heard him on a podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a cool initiative. Uh, What a great message and reached out to him on LinkedIn. And he told me, hey, we, we need a Colorado chapter. Would you be interested in starting it up? Um, and so I did, I did that in the beginning of the pandemic with a colleague and friend of mine, Joseph Holtman, and we reached out. What was cool at the time is because it's virtual, it didn't have to just be Colorado centric. Right. It could be, you know, anyone who would want to join who has an interest in localization, you know, let's meet up once a month for an hour and share our experiences. And I'd say, you know, that was a huge contributing factor to kind of multiplying my network of folks that are in in the industry and have similar passions of mine. Right. And it's learning, learning the, the ropes of the industry using like free resources and your network. So the the basic advice here for everyone who's listening is push the doors. Don't be afraid. A lot of people are very nice and they're probably more willing to talk than you think, you know. Yeah. But then so you're in the company there and you're working with a team uh, and you're now the localization manager. So for everyone listening, see, you can be a newbie and become owner of the localization process at an organization like Alice here. And so you've built the basic infrastructure and uh, knowledge in your organization. And then you guys decide to go global, to expand into different market and you've built the support for it. But what else did you guys do to uh, support that global expansion in in your team then? The plumbing was kind of in progress, right? Uh, When I arrived and we really needed some solidification of several processes, especially within product development, right? We, our internationalization Mm -hmm. strategy, internationalization program was still very immature. And so that, you know, that was one of my main focuses as I joined as a program manager was to really ensure that the products that we were building were going to 
function and right. be successfully launched in the markets where we're present. Um, so there was a big focus on internationalization because this has grand impact, right, on on, on our ability to, um, to provide a nice and uh, beautiful user experience to our customers. Right. And of course, you know, once you have I think an infrastructure and internationalization principles standards that are in place, then you can build upon them, and you can even they can also be leveraged outside of just product development, right? You can kind of harness some of that infra- infrastructure and have it apply to other places within the business. But I think first we had to really build a solid baseline of internationalization mm-hmm. in order for us to even start to think about how we could start helping other places within the organization with their localization needs and requirements. And, and that took some time. You know, I remember I, I took a certification from the Localization Institute and I was inspired by, um, I believe his name is Gary Leftman. I, I think he works at Cisco. He works with internationalization and he built up the program there. When I remember listening to this and being like, oh my God, we need to do this at Altrex. This is exactly what we need. Uh, you know, we need to define our internationalization standards, what those actually are at Altrex. We need to provide uh, more robust documentation and resources. We really need to enable every single, you know, engineer to understand what their responsibility is to building globally compatible products. And it also prompted me to think about building courses and modules so that as we onboard new people, they have all the information that they need and they can they can feel empowered from the very beginning. So it's, it's, it's not taboo, it's not a question mark as to, okay, what do I have to do when localization, internationalization, you know, gets thrown around, I know exactly what my responsibility is and I know who to tap, whose shoulders to tap and, yeah, how to get resourced. So, so you, you created those resources inside Alteryx, like whether that's for new people in your team or for other people as well, like as education uh, tool for the rest of the organization? Yeah, so our oh, engineers. Wow. So that, you know, that, that was a big initiative that we had with our engineering team. Mm-hmm. Uh, fabulous. So usually what I see in conversations and I experience in the, in the industry, once you've built that plumbing, once you've evangelized, centralized, standardized a lot of the work that goes into your localization foundation, like we called it, this is when usually those teams are ready to switch gear and expand to other content types, maybe really kind of develop that global mindset within the rest of the organization and switch your operation into a business, like really an internal mm-hmm. business that contributes to a revenue. Can you talk to us about that journey then after building the foundation? Yeah, it's a really good point because, you know, now that you can feel confident that you have a solid basis, you know, infrastructure in place, you can mm-hmm. then start to think about how to build it on top of it and what other use cases in other parts of the organization that could benefit from these processes. And so that's kind of what we're getting into now is I have a team of uh, localization specialists and one of their main roles, I mean, they have several responsibilities, but one of the their big responsibilities that I encourage them to, to hold within their roles is to build regional uh, relationships with our stakeholders, with our regional stakeholders, right? So right. that's whoever is committed to a certain market success 
those are people that you should be in contact with and creating relationships with. You know, we need to have an understanding as the localization team as to what our, our regions are really requiring or requesting in order for them to be successful in their sales objectives. And so by having these conversations, by having the localization specialist really trying to lean in and not necessarily saying, you know, it only tell me what what pertains to product localization, but what is it if we're looking from a high level because sales, they can't make the differentiation of, okay, this is a localization request. They're just like, I need this to help me. You know, I need this to help me in my sales objectives. Um, and so our roles has been to help advocate for that, right? Because, and I think that gets into kind of like the, the evolution of where I'd like to see the, the program move is more of a, a global advocate, right? A global program, globalization program that understands the needs and requirements of specific market to be successful, right? In that market. And so because we've been having these conversations right now, it's, it's not just a matter of we need the product to be localized, but hey, we need this training content. You know, our partners need this training content to be successful in reselling Altrex. We need mm -hmm. this documentation. Uh, we need this enablement. So, and that's where we're starting to lean in a little bit more is advocating for that and then trying to start conversations with some of those content owners to see if this is a place where we could start supporting them. And I think that's uh, brilliant because this is where you kind of uh, elevate the function of localization to that revenue contributor, you know, with all your stakeholders, but also you're right. contributing to the success of the customer experience. In, in the market. So that's a fantastic kind of approach and, and an exciting journey ahead. Like, so going from really the newbie, yeah. like coming into an organization, taking the lead of the localization management, and then getting to that evangelization function and really revenue contribution. That's a fantastic journey that I'm sure will be uh, great to hear. Uh, for all the other listeners out there that are going exactly through the same challenges, you know, and the same same kind of journey in, in different stages. So we come into the end of this podcast. So thanks very much, Alice, for your contribution. I'm sure we'll get to meet in person hopefully soon in the next uh, Lock World or Gala or Lock Lunch, uh, potentially. You know, that would be fantastic to be able to travel again and see people in person and meet those people for the last two years that we've only spoke on uh, on, on Zoom or other digital platform yes. there. So thanks very much, Alice, and uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you, Antoine. Thanks for tuning in to Global Ambitions. Subscribe at globalambitions.net or wherever you get your podcasts.